Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Commissioner Humphreys, and tonight I am hanging out with Colin, the twin, Bernier, question mark, twin. question mark, the twin, and this is, so while I was on my cruise on one of the islands, we saw somebody who looked just like you, dude. Oh, you saw me? I saw, yeah. I, no, I, it was me. It was actually you? Yeah. I was doing a little spying, a little spy technique. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, just making sure you didn't, you didn't get uh, any extra fantasy intel. Well, that explains it, because honestly, this guy like looked just like you. Like, really? The way he walked and stuff, I swear to God, like, ask Kelly, it's just like you. And, like, his facial hair, like, the closer he got, obviously, you could tell, like, you guys' faces are different. But, like, from afar... I was like, holy shit, that's gone. Caught your eye. You're like, look at that sweet yeah. guy over there. He was like swaggering around the pool. I'm like, <laughs> Colin? Are you saying I got swag? Maybe a little bit. Sweet. Maybe How was the cruise? It was good. It was all right. Travels down there and back were crazy, uh, but the cruise itself was pretty good. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it's good to be well, home. I mean, I, I can't believe he, I mean, he didn't look exactly like me, right? Dude, it was. It was really weird, I have to say. It was so, like, from behind, uh, 100%, you you could have been twins. Like, the same, like, skin tone, like, the same, like, body, the same, what you walk the same way. It was weird. It was bizarre, dude. I'm going to have a conversation with my mom and dad tonight. Do I have a long-lost brother or something? (laughs) Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, Welcome in, everyone. Uh, We are... Three days away, less than three days away from the draft. Let's go. Very, very exciting. Sunday, August 20th, 12 p.m. That's noontime at my house. Uh, all you need to bring is a device to draft on. I prefer a laptop, but you can do it on a tablet or a cell phone. And bring your $100 to buy in. And that's all you need. And... Do you want that in cash? Uh, cash or Venmo is fine. I think okay. last year most people did Venmo. This year, if people want to do cash, like that's totally cool with me. Whatever is easiest. I just picture myself forgetting to get that out. So Venmo is fine. Yeah, Venmo should be fine. Okay. Uh, be there at 12 p.m. At 12.15 p.m., the gun will fire. Okay. And Josh and Mike will be racing to determine the end of last season essentially we haven't quite finished last season yet so we're going to do it right before the draft right before the beginning official beginning of this what a turnover an end and a new beginning right. yep all on the same page so 12 15 sharp they're they're running their race so i encourage everyone to be here for it it's history in the making so where, where are they going to run I, Out. I, if they are okay running in grass, we could just do it like a couple laps around my house. <laughs> it's not all like, you know, field worthy grass. There's some bumps and stuff in it. So if they're not cool with running in the grass, which I understand, we can just do it in the street, you know, set up some cones or something. Is that cul-de-sac right there? Right. Yeah. Just the, in the cul-de-sac, but 1215. That's what time they're racing. 
right after the race. It should only take a couple minutes. Right after the race, we're going to start the draft. So everybody be there on time. Be prepared. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We do have a kind of a big weekend leading up huge, to it. Huge weekend. Couple Thomas big- turns 30. Thomas is big 3-0. And then your birthday is not far after, but 31. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gonna It's going to be a big, fun weekend. It feels very early to be drafting. I got to be yeah. honest. I'm a little nervous. So I like, am very in your nervous. other leagues. I, f- I feel like I'm not even close. Like in my, my other one, it's like I'm not even thinking about a draft yet. Yeah, I am. One of my drafts is like two days before the season starts, which is awesome. Yeah. The other one is uh, about a week and a half away still. I but, love I love the early it's new twist. It adds a twist to it. Definitely. I did clarify. I believe as soon as the draft is over, trades are able to be uh, oh, good. done. Good. So, yeah, that is good. For it sure. just feels weird. I think even you said like yesterday, you feel like you're not prepared for the draft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's like, because I it's like I haven't done anything. It's at least a week. So early. Early. Yeah. yeah. We were going to do it later, uh, but we couldn't get everyone together. And actually, this date works better because all 14 members of the league will be here in town and in person for the draft, which is awesome. I, I would much prefer doing it a little early if everyone's there. Yeah, I don't really, me too. I mean, it's not really going to matter that much. Me too. Um, One, so just i want to we usually float some ideas and talk about like different ways we could do the league i feel like this is a decent segue having everyone there for a draft is amazing like they're in person and one thing that that would allow us to do is something called an auction draft and instead of doing a snake draft like we have been doing the last couple years and we're going to be doing this year an auction draft is like you start off with like, let's say $300 in quote unquote league money. So it's like a fake budget essentially. Okay. And like, it doesn't go in a snake format. Um, players will get nominated and when they get nominated, we'll start, we'll open up a vote or not a vote. We'll open up an auction and people can start bidding for those players. Well, so, so we would have, it's basically fake money. Right. Correct. That's predetermined before. Yeah, yeah. So you like you buy into the league like normally, buy in a hundred dollars, and then at the start of the draft, everyone establishes that we start off with two hundred fantasy dollars or whatever you want to call it. Just and then like you your can budget. Nominate a player, right? How does nominated? So like anybody could nominate any player. I mean, we could set up a more organized way of doing it, but essentially, any buddy in the league can say, Hey, I want to nominate Christian McCaffrey. And then, you know, we get six eyes or whatever. And then we start bidding on Christian McCaffrey and obviously and everyone can bid. Everyone can bid. So everyone like, starts with the same money. Everyone starts with the same amount of money. Everyone can bid on a player when they're nominated. So essentially the major difference is in a snake draft, there are certain players that some teams just will not ever have a shot at, you know what I mean? Like if you're drafting at in the 10th spot or the 11th spot, you almost guaranteed you're never going to get 
uh, Justin Jefferson. You're never going to get Christian McCaffrey. You're never going to get like the top guys that are going to go in the top. Not even four, four, not five. even down at ten. I mean, at right. three, four, five. You know, I'm at six. I'm not going to get right. Look at them. So it a snake draft limits uh, like the specific players each team can get in an auction draft. When a when a person is nominated, um, everybody has the same equal opportunity to bid on that player. So it, would that would that eliminate a competition then? Yeah. So like if right now we do a draft order competition to determine the order of our draft, mm-hmm. and that's you know a big part of our off season. In an auction draft, we wouldn't have to do we wouldn't have to set an order essentially. Well, we could do that. What if we did that, you know, instead of a competition, we did it one year and just do like a big thing, make it a, I like that little, yeah. little party day. And then it's an for auction. Sure. That's the competition for the year. Cause it, it does require a little more. Um, I mean, obviously you're keeping track of like a budget while you're doing it. So it just requires a little more like concentration. It's not, there's not like a huge list of players and, like one by one players are coming off the list. Like you could nominate kickers to start. You could nominate, you know, the guys who are supposed to be going in the first round. You could nominate anybody you want. So like, it, it, it doesn't fall. You like, gotta be like, how much are they worth? Exactly. Do we so did, do you still do the same amount of rounds? Yeah. So there would be the same amount of rounds and the same amount of picks because obviously we will have the same like roster size. So you'll be able to fill your roster and fill your bench, you know, so same so number how, of rounds. How does it work at the end? Do you have to pick a specific player each time? So like if let's say you start and it's like oh McCaffrey, but then we're in the late rounds, do you have to still pick a certain guy to nominate? Or do you just um, say you just say what? Kickers or Yeah, so do- basically like towards the end, I'm sure a lot like people won't know specific guys to nominate or I don't know. Like you don't if if guys get nominated, people don't have to like bid on them. You know what I mean? Okay. So it'll go quick. Like I don't Donovan Peoples Jones. If he gets nominated and like nobody wants to bid him, then we'll just like pass and go to like the next player. But oh. essentially, it just goes you down. Could get someone. You could nominate someone that no. Right. One I just assume somebody. Bucks. No one's gonna nominate somebody that. It, that right. Nobody's gonna want essentially. Yeah, that makes sense actually. That'd be cool. It adds different strategy. It just, like I said, it gives the, everybody in the league equal opportunity to to equal access to every player. So, which which we were talking about an incentive for like the last person in the league for the next year's draft order that right. kind of eases the field for a year. You know, sure, yeah, it does. I mean, it definitely eliminates like people getting screwed or getting unlucky in yeah. draft order competition. Like, yeah, it's like you, everyone's got the same chance here, you know. Right. So, how many picks overall do we make? I believe there are fifteen rounds in our draft. Quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, two flex. That's seven. Defense kicker. That's nine. Plus six bench spots. That's fifteen. So, so yeah. we really have about $13, $14 a player. Well, we not every player and then, goes for an right, equal amount. That's what I mean. You just got to budget like, hey, you know, I'll spend right 
50 bucks on a quarterback and five like if bucks Justin Jefferson comes up, he's people are going to buy him for like 50 percent of their budget. <laughs> that would be know? hard. If I really like a guy, I might be like a hundred dollars. And then, and then it ends up being like at the end, guys are getting bought for like a dollar, you know? Right. Yeah. True. So it just, I think it's a, I've heard it been described as this snake draft is like playing Madden on beginner. An auction draft is like playing Madden on pro. You know, I would prefer to play on beginner, to be honest. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, like- I, I view I view that option as more of like the competition for the year. I don't think we I don't think that's like sure. a sustainable draft thing. But no, you know, for this, you know, this year we're doing that. And that's the competition it really requires everybody to be there and in person and participating yeah, in the draft. A little party, a little cookout. Right. Then, so it would be yeah. it would definitely take longer than like a normal snake draft. It's just yeah. something to think about, something to like consider. And like you said, it's instead of doing like a draft order competition, it just is like the competition and draft in one. Cause that's hard. Yeah. It would be it would definitely be harder for sure. Um, Just a couple other ideas we, we thought were fun. I just wanted to talk about like, well, I want to talk about two quarterback or super flex league because yeah do you know what those are yeah we had a little bit of a conversation about it i i'm i was a little bit confused the difference between directly two quarterbacks and a super flex so if you want to walk through that i do have opinions on both so right now we play in a one quarterback league which means there's like one quarterback slot on our roster in a two quarterback league, there are two quarterback slots on the roster. So you have to you have to start two quarterbacks each week. So that that's two quarterback. The difference between two quarterback two quarterback and super flex <laughs> is you might want a quarterback. Depend. I mean, Lamar. <laughs> Lamar. Yeah. Uh, super flex. There there is one. There is a quarterback slot that only fits quarterback, and then there is a a flex slot that allows quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end. Okay. Okay. And then of you, course you, like, you have to start one quarterback, but you have the option to start a second. Correct. You have the option to start a second or another flex position, flex player in that position. So it's very similar to two quarterback, except, you know, obviously you don't have to start that second quarterback. My, my question I do, I think, quarterbacks are definitely like the most talented scores in the league. And some of like, some of them are getting left on the bench. So two right. quarterback is interesting, but how does that work with bench spots? Cause we have 12 people. Yeah. 12 teams. So that means that everyone's going to have like three quarterbacks. Right. So there, if you do the math, there are 32 teams in the NFL. That means 32 starting quarterbacks. We have 12 teams in our league. If each team has to start two quarterbacks, that's 24 quarterbacks being started each week. So in theory, if teams were going to carry a backup quarterback, there's only like eight quarterbacks to choose, starting quarterbacks to choose from as a backup. And then you're literally getting into like actual backup quarterbacks in the NFL to have on your bench, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because like we do that with every other player too. Like you literally select backup running backs who would – who basically have no worth of, until an there's injury. So many more running, running backs. backs. Well, you think that? I guess not. 
But well, really, yeah. dude, teams are, are always doing like two running backs. But quarterbacks were, or I'm sorry, but running backs worth playing, like worth starting on your roster? No. Right. I, I mean, I like the idea of two quarterbacks. I just can foresee it being like one week you get some guy hurt. But then I, and then our waiver thing is different. So you might not even right. be able to claim it. Someone would be like, F you. If, if a quarterback gets hurt, that means another quarterback automatically is a starter. You know what I mean? Right. But how, how, if you don't have them on your team and you're, well, that's why you got to, that's why you got to hold a backup quarterback on your bench. Like, I mean, that's just as part of the yeah, strategy. It it's, strategy. The same, it's the same thing as like, you know, if you have a running back on your bench, you're going to keep a handcuff, potentially keep a handcuff down there. If yeah. someone gets hurt. I mean, hundred percent. I just think there would be less opportunity if you get screwed. So I might be bearing the lead. Just let me clarify the reason that, the reason that leagues like to do two quarterback or super flex is that like you were saying, Colin, the quarterback position is like the, they're like the best players like in the NFL, essentially like, and yeah, then when fantasy, we look at our free agency, it's always the quarterback and you're like, well, I'm not going to pick them up. Right. Because right I already exactly. Have yeah. In fantasy, they're the highest scoring players. And like, if you look at it, there are like quarterbacks that are on waivers each week that are scoring as much or more as like starting running backs and receivers, like for a bunch of teams. So it's like the point of a two quarterback league would be that the most valuable, the highest scoring players in the league quarterbacks, um, their position scarcity changes from a one quarterback league to a two quarterback league in one quarterback. There's enough quarterbacks like, to go around for everybody, essentially. I was, and, I was, I picked up Daniel Jones like three or four times, and he was scoring like twenty points a game. Right. So, like, the difference between, you know, the number ten overall quarterback and the number twenty overall quarterback in fantasy is not that big, and that's the point. So, if in a two quarterback league, those quarterbacks are being started from week to week, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just creates a position scarcity. And and essentially it boils down to we've talked about why is Patrick Mahomes not being taken like first overall in the fantasy draft? Because he's projected the big scores quarterback wise. He's projected to have the most points out of anybody in fantasy. Right. Why isn't he being taken number one overall? Well, it's it has to do with position scarcity. And so in a one right. quarterback league, it's worth it. For player for teams to take top wide receivers, top running backs, you know, in the first couple. So of would our if we did two quarterback, would the rest of the roster stay exactly the same? Yeah, we could discuss eliminate changing. If we did two quarterback, our starting roster could stay the same, and we could talk about adding maybe one more bench spot. Although I think that would be not the no. best idea. Yeah. So essentially, it's just adding a quarterback spot. Uh, one caveat would be like three quarterbacks max per roster so that we don't run into. You would, oh, you would have to cap teams. It. Really? Yeah. Teams really hoarding quarterbacks. Yeah, I like to win. I'll have five quarterbacks. <laughs> right. So again, different I strategy. Think- you have to like read, like you'd have to study into it and like change the way you draft and change the way you think about your team a little bit. But I that, think that's per- the main thing it would change. Yeah, I think it really like a two quarterback league in terms of fantasy. 
better reflects the real NFL where like quarterbacks are the most important player on the team. They are, they have the highest draft capital on the team. You know what I mean? So in to reflect that in fantasy, it's like with two quarterbacks, the quarterback would be the most important. Yeah. I think, I do think it just depends on what you prefer, like playing fantasy roster wise, because it's all relative. You're you're going to access to the same points as everyone else. If you have two quarterbacks as compared to one quarterback. Yeah. It just changes strategy, you know, essentially just think about it. as like, I agree with you though. Quarterbacks are studs. Like in a super flex league, essentially it's just saying like you can play quarterbacks in one of your flex spots. So instead of having to go down, I do way better than two. Instead of going all the way down the list to like these shitty ass receivers who, you know, are third and fourth string on their team you play a quarterback. And so obviously your team scores more points that way, but it just, I don't know. No, I I think I would definitely, I would actually like doing a super flex where you can have a quarterback. Yeah. I just like the idea of like NFL doesn't or fantasy doesn't reflect NFL in that Patrick Mahomes is like not the first guy taken in a draft to me. That just, it doesn't seem right. Obviously, it, it just it, is the way it is. Here, you would just pick the best person, but it's just a whole different strategy, right? Right. Well, so I mean, if well, if if you did two quarterbacks, I can guarantee you, Patrick Mahomes goes one. Oh, 100 Well, the first like ten, the first like eight players, I would say, would be, be quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah, which is so more super flex would be a nice little middle of the between. Yeah, yeah, and then and I think I think that would eliminate the like hoarding of quarterbacks because you can still pick up good receiver, good running back. Right. Yeah, I think it's worth uh, looking into. If people are interested in it, we should talk about it more. Yeah, good idea. Um, Another idea we wanted to float out there, just like we use ESPN, like the, the ESPN fantasy platform. Oh, yeah. And I'll, although ESPN is all I've ever used for any of my fantasy leagues, there are more platforms out there. Like I think Yahoo and sleeper and a couple other ones and i know you know people in our league are in other leagues as well and they use other platforms and so i just thought if other if people like other platforms better and they're more user friendly or for whatever reason they're better we should consider switching platforms like i'm not married to espn you know yeah and and this is actually my first year where i'm in a uh different league that i'm using yahoo and so far, like looking up the players and stuff is sweet. It's nice. So, I mean, I haven't used it fully, but you haven't drafted with it yet. No. I do know it's that nice though. I mean, I don't see any issues with it, but there could be other ones. Yeah. I do know that each platform comes with their own ADP, which is average draft position. So like ESPN's ADP is definitely different than Yahoo's. And yeah. there are other sources for ADP as well. And they, they all differ a little bit, but you know, that's one thing that changes from platform to platform. And I think, I don't think ESPN is the most manager friendly platform out there. Like I think there are other platforms where the manager, or I'm sorry, where the commissioner of the league has more like uh, abilities to like customizable options. Exactly. Customizable options. Yeah. At ESPN, although there's a ton of settings and stuff that 
I'm able to change. I think there are like more things you can actually do in different on different platforms, which would be cool to look at. It would be. And I do know there's some like smaller um, like apps and websites that are like really good for specific things. Like if you're doing a keeper league, you're doing like a weird draft thing. You could check them out. I would be interested. I think the main two competitors are ESPN and Yahoo, right? Yeah, I think so. So we're going to assign Colin homework. Colin, over this season, we're going to check back in after the draft. But over the whole season, I really want you to to dive in to playing on Yahoo and uh, take some notes and stuff. And we're going to have you come back and give us a little uh, in-depth look at Yahoo. I'm on it. Sound good? Whichever league I do better in, that's the better app. <laughs> right, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will say one thing about ESPN. Like I've been in – the one league I've been in longest has been on ESPN, and it's really cool. The history. Like you can click the history thing and go back uh, and see how you finished each season, how everyone else finished each season. I love – I'm, I'm assuming love other apps have that too, but – Yeah, but um, if, if we can't transfer – our current yeah that's true we can't switch we are only three this is only our third season so it's not like we're like you know i don't really care nick yeah wow there's some uh i'm steeped in history right now i if anyone has other uh platforms they'd like to use or they you know wanna wanna yeah, be curious to offer up we should yeah we should check them out yeah okay so one last little idea and it it's a punishment idea, and I personally really like it. I have to say, I I was the one that sort of formulated it with your help. But I think it's really funny. We were talking about um, sort of standardizing punishments a little bit, so that they're not there's not such a wide variance of what people have to do from year to year. So, in that vein, I was thinking. And last pod, I even said, like, we should get, like, some sort of statue or something that people have to put in their yard. Gnome. A gnome, a garden gnome. I think that we should get a loser's doll of some sort. You know, baby doll, blow-up doll, stuffed animals, some, something like that. That each loser passes to the next loser, you know, the next season. And with the doll comes... Uh, like maybe three or four or five designated locations that the loser has to take the doll and take a picture with the doll at the location oh, and like in, public? in public. And so for basically we were talking about, you know, if uh, somebody doesn't want to do the punishment, they can pay like a hundred dollar fine or whatever fine. And so my thought is for each picture they don't send in, it's a $20 fine. So, like, if there was five uh, pictures you had to take, each picture is worth twenty dollars, essentially. And that's good, because that that's gonna <laughs> number one create some funny scenarios. I mean, right. you could put anything really on the list. Yeah, imagine, I was... imagine it's like a blow up doll, and you got to take it to wherever <laughs> and take a picture. Like, take I might it... pay twenty bucks to not do that. I don't take know. it to an Akron Rubber Ducks game, get a picture of you and your doll like sitting in the <laughs> yeah. bleachers. To, yeah. Or take her out on a date, something like that. Bowling. And essentially, it's just like the league just assigns like, you know, whatever, five places that they have to go. And so then over the course of the offseason, it's up to the loser to go with their doll. 
and get these pictures taken and post them, obviously post them to our discord group for everyone to see and enjoy for the whole off season. Yeah. I, I do think the idea of a standardized punishment might be good. I'm liking the idea of standardized punishment. I think we, I think that is the direction we should sort of we move. should probably consult uh, Mike and Josh on this too. Cause <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they are running a beer. I, I personally would rather run a half a beer mile than have to go take pictures with some fucking weird doll in public. Yeah. But I, I, you know, it's like if they do that this year and the next year, it's like something so easy. They're going to be like, what the fuck? You do know? we think, do you think that the doll thing is like, yeah, it's easy to do, but no, it's I'm like, not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's the same across the board. If you lose, I think that would suck. I would hate doing that. Yeah. I would hate doing it too, be but it's also cool. Like we could each, each loser could, you know, sign the doll or whatever, just like we signed the trophy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's something cool about picking a new competition each year or yeah, punishment. punishment. I know. I, well, I mean, that's fun, but I think it's just, you got to, if everyone's on board with some years, it's going to really suck. Some years it's going to be <laughs> not as bad. Yeah. Let's rock. I mean, basically just don't lose. Right. Don't lose. That's the number one thing. The, the other thing is just like, if we are going to pick from year to year, the we like people have to start nominating, actually nominating right. like punishments. Because if <laughs> if you don't nominate punishment, if you don't put in punishment ideas, then you end up losing at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Like you have had no say in like what you have to do at that point. The more you nominate, the more like you care about it, and then you care about it once it's affecting you. Right. It's like people that don't vote. Exactly. Yeah, exactly like that. Uh, Yeah. So. But I, I, I'm a little nervous because I've been saying, just don't lose. Don't lose. And it's like, a, <laughs> I freaking we'll lose. see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um. Okay. So those are some of the ideas we had and we wanted to float. And uh, hopefully we can get some feedback on those yeah throw it in the discord now you know i have you know i run this league and i have a lot of fun doing it but i have one major passion when it comes to fantasy football and i'm sure you know what it is i'm sure ma- came- well, let me think may uh, your major fantasy football passion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. name team name team name exactly <laughs> i am a- really so passionate about fantasy football team names. It's unbelievable. So with that being said, that's right. Yeah, dude, that was right. Oh, yeah. That was a good guess. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, I, I just wanted to discuss team names, not necessarily team names from like last season. Cause we have pretty much gone over all of them. No one's changed them yet, but I just wanted to touch on it. Cause I thought it was, it was funny. So I did a little bit of studying. Okay, okay. team names. And I just love a good team name, by the way. Right? I'm with you on that. That's like if that's you have fun. a good team name, that sets you up yeah. for some. I, good Luke stuff Luke kept me going last year a couple times yeah. in, the, in the down in the dumps, but he was changing that name, Nick. Right now he's currently Team Lucas, which I find to be actually oh that change. It's pretty Wait good. For- yeah. So I um I, I want to hear your opinion on this, but I have done some studying and I found that team names for fantasy football teams tend to fall into four categories. Okay. Okay. 
the first category I feel like is pretty obvious. Actually, they're all pretty obvious. But the first one is mocking of a league mate, essentially. Your team name is a direct, you know, mocking of another teammate or another league mate. Essentially, my example for this from last season was Tyler's team name, which was three kids and a ginger. Obviously, poking fun at Ungi. So the second category is a pun off of a member of your roster. A pun using uh, the name of a member of your roster. Uh, An example of this would be my team name from last year, which was Bustin Jefferson. You know, a little pun off of his name being Justin, right? And him busting last season. All right. The third category is just general football puns. Okay. The example from last season I have for this one is Ungi's name, which was, which is, show me them TDs. That's a funny. great pun, a great team name, but it's just a general football. I, I might go ahead, go as far as saying as uh, that, that's a, it's an all-time classic. It's incredible. Yeah, it's an incredible team name. I think that's, I think he kept that from from season one even. Yeah. Uh, and the final category, I, I struggled to sort of find a name for it, but essentially it's just a name that reflects you personally. So uh, an example, a few examples I had was Schumacher Holmes, LLC, you know, just Great. after Shuey. Canton Bigger Dicks, you know, that's Mike and his last name. Or Massaging with Watson, which is Matt. And obviously that's very personal for him. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get into the reasoning on that one. Yeah, we won't get into the, the specifics, but let's just let's just say it's pretty personal for Matt. So uh, those are the four categories. Mocking other league mates, pun off of somebody on your roster, a general football pun, and just a personal, you know, name. What's your favorite category? My favorite category? Yeah. I I personally tend to try to make a pun based off of somebody who's on my roster. I agree. That's usually what I go for. I don't think it's actually – I don't think it ends up being the best. Like – I think making fun of other league mates probably makes for the best like team names. You have to have a certain thing, you know, you're comfortable. Right. Yeah. Actually, maybe that'll be my team name. What? F Commissioner Humphreys. <laughs> F Commissioner Humphreys. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I actually, I was brainstorming today and I, okay. br- I came up with some names that are potential for my team this season and some for other teams this season. Do you, do you happen to have any uh, team names that you thought of for yourself? For myself, no. I can think of one for you, uh, Roger Humphreys. Or... <laughs> Roger Humphreys? <laughs> What'd you say? say uh, Roger or Nick Adele. You know, like Roger. <laughs> oh. we, we'll spin on it. Rich Humphreys. Because Richard Regula is a commissioner as well. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Nick Humphreys Goodell, Commissioner yeah. Humphreys Goodell. I like that. Um, so 
some of my uh, names that I came up with, I sort of brainstormed today. I mean, I didn't put a ton of effort into it, but I have to say some of these are pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I have some that are specific to me. I have some that are specific to you. Okay. I'll give you free reign. You're allowed to take them and use them as you please. Okay. And I'm going to say right now, I I love a good team name. I almost guarantee you're going to want to take them because they're so good. (laughs) Okay. Now that I've teased them. Okay. So I'm going to start off slow with some real questionable ones. Okay. Okay. Get the ball rolling. Right. Get the ball rolling. The first one falls into the general football category. Okay. That is team wide receiver warriors. Okay. Like if you had a wide receiver heavy roster, you know, um, it's not super creative, pretty dumb, but some people go for that. No, but dude, you, if you have a squad, right. If you got, if you got a bunch of wide that, receivers, that at least gives you an idea. If you got a wide receiver core, right. There you go. Yep. How about the opposite of mine from last season? How about trusting Jefferson? Um, that's a bold mm-hmm. move. If you really trust Justin Jefferson, yeah. trust I could see an easy week three change. No one could draft him, and I think he might fall to six. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, okay, here's another one. For me, maybe a little bit later in the season after a certain date, a okay. certain important date for me, uh, maybe Humphreys and Sons. Huh? I'm going to tear up right now. Right? Dude. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. That falls yeah, into that's, that's a pretty damn good one. Personal category there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, I'm going to start ramping it up a little bit here. Just ramping it up. Okay. How about Bucks Wild? Like if you have a bunch of players from the Buccaneers, I could see uh, Corey going uh, Bucks team. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> Corey no. Corey knows his Buckeyes. I'll tell you that. No Buccaneers. I mean, okay, I guess for, yeah, okay. Or I thought you were saying Buckeyes. former Ohio State players. That too. Okay, I was thinking, no, just like last year you had a bunch of Denver Broncos and you were Rocky Mountain Rebuild. I was thinking and, a bunch of Buccaneers, but Buckeyes would be good too. Buccaneers, got it. Right. Uh, how about this one? Kadarius Tony, more like Kadarius Nonies because <laughs> he gets hurt all the time. You get it? Good one. <laughs> uh that's not oh, very positive, though. No, definitely negative. That could be maybe making fun of if you another, hate someone else, right? If, if someone else has Tony on his on their team, yeah. Uh, this is more of a positive one, maybe for your own team. Home sweet Mahomes. Huh? I like it. You know, if I have him, yeah. All right, now here are my two favorites. Okay, here's my. I'm gonna save the best for last, but this one is. Very questionable. We might lose some followers for this one. Okay. Nick, it's worth it. We got to remain true to ourselves. That's true. I'm a polarizing person. So I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to preface by saying I I heard Shuey talking about potentially naming their team, the twin towers. Oh boy. And if they name their team, the twin towers, I would name my team. Bin Laden's boys, <laughs> which may be a little yeah. inappropriate, maybe yeah. a little inappropriate. Not really, because you know how scary the Twin Towers are as a name. They right. got and brain power. We need so, someone out there. 
look out. Bin Laden's boys are going to take yeah. you down. Yep. Okay. Twin Towers. All right. So that one was questionable, but it was my second favorite. Here yeah. is my number one favorite. <laughs> okay. All right. Tucker. I barely even know her. <laughs> and that's only if I had Justin Tucker on my team. Okay. But that's really, that's the one I would actually make my team name. Are you going to change your draft strategy based off these? Just uh, to get Justin yeah. Tucker. Yes. Might be worth it. Yes. Tucker question mark. I barely even know her. Know her. <laughs> All right. Now that uh, we got those ones out of the way, these, these are call-in specific. Okay. We can make maybe a fourth or a fifth category. And these are just specifically call-in puns. Okay. So how about this? Get the call in the huddle. Ah, <laughs> you like that? And you know what? I would, Nick. I would have that call yeah. in there early, just like my management strategy. I how about it. this? Uh, the offensive coordinator is the one who's calling plays. <laughs> huh? <laughs> you like that? Oh God, the clock's winding down. Someone better call in a timeout. <laughs> okay and then the last one and you're probably gonna want to use this one what are you calling me a liar yeah boom boom (laughs) so there you go some brainstormed uh name ideas anybody is free to use any of those (laughs) everyone in the league is gonna take one of them yeah i actually there there's 12 there's 12 there so you guys can uh, fight over them. I can't believe I never even thought of using call <laughs> calling, you know. Right. That's good. It's genius. I know. I know. So So yeah, everybody category, we should do a little poll at the end. We'll figure out what category everyone falls into. Yeah, that's I think maybe a couple personal Oh yeah. I'm look there are some great names from last season. Obviously, we talked about Ungi's name. Show me them TDs, which I think comes from season one, which is crazy. Um, but I I really want to encourage everybody to get creative, change your team names. You know, yep. I don't like, even mind if you change them throughout the season. You know, I would I would encourage it. Yeah, I'll encourage it too. And we'll come on here and we'll make a big deal about it and we'll read them all off to everybody. Yep. How about that? Luke did that. I was I was Rocky Mountain High, then I was Rocky Mountain Low, then I was Rocky Mountain Rebuild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think the only person that's changed their team name since last season is Lucas. And he's Team Lucas. Team Lucas right now. Yep. I think so, a yeah. lot of people are gonna wait to you know see what happens in the I draft. like to I like to draft and then think of my team name. But if I do get Justin Tucker, it will be Tucker question mark. I barely even know her. We all know Nick's who's uh, Nick's taking at three. <laughs> yeah, number three overall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um if I I hope I have a pick right before you and I'm gonna snatch him and I'm gonna name mm, my team. Where are you picking? Six? Yeah. Yeah. You'll have uh three spots before me every once in a while. You're gonna pick. It's impossible to say. I'll pick whoever falls to me. I'll say that. I think it's pretty clear. I don't, but how can you say it's pretty clear? Because I don't know who's going in front of me. I already talked to the two spots ahead of you. 
I'm in. Really? No, not really. Okay. Who's ahead of me? Shoey's picking first. The Shoey's pick first. Isn't it Matt? Uh, yeah. Then Matt. Matt is second. And then you. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I think uh, you're gonna I, have Eckler. I think that it's Josh and Matt are gonna take the two wide receivers. They're gonna take Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. And if and if they don't, and if they don't, then Nick, Nick if you get Justin Jefferson again. Uh, let's go! <laughs> Come on, trust in Jefferson, baby. Come on. Anyways, whatever. Let's wrap it up. Yep. <laughs> Brownies are playing right now. All right, let's Brownies turn. are playing right now. It is currently two to zero. Let's go, Brown. That is such a Brown score. We have the safety. We have the safety. Yeah, we're winning. Okay. We're winning. That's another thing. That's another category because I have a league with a bunch of out of towners, and I just named myself like some Browns. Okay. Yeah. Home that team. could be seen as general football. I see okay. that, that can maybe go under general. Maybe we can open up that category to general football slash general fantasy. Okay. If anybody has more categories for team names that they think that they can think of, just let me know. It's an important part of the podcast, so I really want the feedback, please. Okay. Um. Anyways, yeah, wrapping it up. Go brownies. Go brownies. Happy Rock. birthday uh, to Thomas tomorrow. Yep. Colin, happy birthday to you in a few days after that. We're all going to basically see each other. It's going to be a weekend. Yeah, it'll be a fun weekend. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us tonight. Colin, thank you. And until next time, everybody. See you guys Sunday. So you can all draft worse than me. All right. Peace. Peace. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers.